I'm Stephen John Drew from the official GunnaGeek.com show, a weekly geek news podcast that is a part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 452 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast show, whatever the heck you want to call us. This is recorded live on Monday, July 5th. 2021 we did take friday excuse me sunday the 4th of july off because people had festivities going people were blowing things up potentially losing limbs and fingers because they like to play with explosives and make shiny sparklings in the sky i am chris joining me today we'll start first one mr anthony bachman still all 10 fingers and 10 toes i thought you had 11 i tell you nothing and have no fear I know everyone's been wondering if he was going to survive the 4th of July festivities. We do have one <laughs> Brother Nelson with us here today. That's right, brother. We got a Brother Nelson right here. Let me tell you what. I hear you making fun of him. Are you calling my brother, uh, Brother Bachman over there, the six-fingered man? I don't appreciate that. We know how Humperdinck counted on his six-fingered man. It was his right-hand man. Humperdinck was a dick. Oh but you know what? I'll bet you some some little brothers out there woke up yesterday morning not knowing they were not going to survive through the day with all 10 fingers and 10 toes. Let me tell you what there, brother. This is like cutting live pro wrestling promos. Basically. <laughs> Just, you know, less illegal substances. Uh, <laughs> so we should speak pro- of which, yeah, speaking ahead. of which, apparently uh, uh, Chris Pratt uh, cut a promo on, on Ambien and said he wanted to wrestle Dave Bautista at some point. One of the I was looking at Hollywood, uh, the Hollywood Reporter. I guess he talked about on the Late Late Show with um, James Corden. Uh, it's one of the reasons he doesn't take Ambien anymore, I guess, is that uh, apparently one night when he was on Ambien and supposedly asleep, he started texting Dave Batista about how he wanted to wrestle him and he thought he could take him. And Dave Batista approached him about it, like on the set of the Guardians the next day. He's like, "Do, do you remember what you texted me last night?" And he he said he did he didn't know what he was talking about. And Dave Batista just laughed at him. He's like, "You don't remember." <laughs> And then, yeah, Chris Pratt had to go find his phone. And apparently, like, he just straight called out Dave Batista. I was like, oh, yeah, I think I can take you, Dave. I, I I think I no one has to find out. It'll just be a private match between you and me. But I think I can take you. Yeah, Chris Pratt is crazy. But, yeah, he, he ain't – I don't think he'd be – you know, in, when, in his right mind, I don't think he would have ever challenged Dave Batista to a wrestling match. <laughs> well, listen, sometimes you got to keep your brothers on the toes. You know what I'm saying? Anytime, anywhere, I put this belt on the line. I'll tell you what, there, brother. All right, what belt do you have? The hardcore belt, of course. There is no other belt. There is mm. the best belt there ever was. The best belt there ever will be, brother. That was the a Ric Flair cool. hybrid there. Uh, and Bret Hart, you Bret Hart, bitch. you some brother. So perhaps, Willie, you should explain to uh, some of our listeners, especially those that may not live in the United States. Why you're going heavy on the brother today. Listen, this whole brother persona is uh, a callback to the uh, late 80s. I don't even know, mid-80s. I wasn't even born then. Who knows, brother? But then all into the early 90s, when all the wrestlers, as far as the eye can see, will tell you something, brother. And some like Hulk Hogan still do it to this day. 
Uh, yeah, we don't talk about that brother. That brother is a disgraced brother, if you know what I mean. We kicked his ass out of the brotherhood. He's out of the brotherhood, brother. Yeah, we, uh, we don't we don't speak of that brother. <laughs> Yet you you are speaking of him. Brother, you're on thin ice, brother. I, I can't wait until uh, Chris Hemsworth does the Hulk Hogan movie and has to say, yeah. let me tell you something, brother. Oh, no, we already kicked Chris Hemsworth out, too. Once again, you don't talk about the unspeakable brother. <laughs> well, doing a film about Hogan, he's going to have to. He's I know, have to brother. tell the kids about saying their prayers, taking their vitamins, and doing their training. So yeah, steroids. What are the odds they're actually getting to the racism part there, brother? And they're probably going to skip over that part in the movie, would be my Yeah, guess. more than like. Yeah, the whole Bubba the Love Sponge what, what thing about, is probably a bit too far from what they're going to cover in that. Yeah. What, what about that porn video he made where he said, oh, I shouldn't have that sushi, brother? They're probably going to skip over that, too. Yeah, that that's my guess, too. I think the only thing be... you should learn from Hulk Hogan is don't be eating sushi before you're doing some lovemaking cheating on your wife, brother. I think uh, the movie is mainly going to be like focused probably on the first time when he comes out in a shirt with his name on it to music because he was really the first wrestler to do that in the way he did it to where he basically like lived, started to live the gimmick. You gotta live the gimmick. Here, let me tell you some brother Domus here. Theories I got going on some future. Oh God. I got in my head. I, I saw his brain bro- stop as he tried to figure out how to do the name. <laughs> Yeah, Brother Domus. You know, the great and wise Brother Brostradamus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to have some uh, uh, some thunder lips in there. And I'm here, yeah. here's my theory. They're going to have Sylvester Sloan in there, brother. And you know what? They're going to de-age them because they got the technology, brother. They got technology to do anything to another brother. You know what I mean? I mean, we saw them do it with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Incredibly. That Marvel tech movie. looks good. But uh, speaking to a brother, let me pass it off to my brother, Willie Nelson, here. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you so much, Brother Nelson. Uh, yes. Uh, speaking of brothers, uh, in the uh, D&D campaign, uh, something awesome happened. I, I started... See, my character's always been lawful evil. I mean, I'm not going around doing evil shit uh, unless it's, you know, opportune. I take opportunities. I'm not evil. I just take opportunities. That's fair, right? That's not really being evil. That's just, hey, all right, sure, I'll take this uh, little, that's mine now. You know what I mean? But uh, so we're on this ship. We're sailing. uh, Pretty much the whole world cracked open, apparently. I'm calling, of course, uh, my my Goliath monk, uh, Ben Kaiser, is calling it the Krakening. And apparently it's spread. Everyone's calling it the Krakening now because the Krakening will always happen but while we're on this ship trying to find out where all these new lands are what's going on uh we get attacked by some pirate bandits and let me tell you these pirate bandits are no brothers no brothers indeed because you know why they attacked this they attacked me and you know what i ain't handling that too well because once we got attacked by three ships we took one down before it even reached us the other two they came they saw they got conquered i'll tell you what there. And you know what? Two of them start giving up, saying, whoa, 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 we're just bandits for hire. Well, uh, I see you're going to need some more sailors. And I hold on there. Captain. His name is Captain Barbosa. But I've been calling him Captain Barbo, bo, 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 bo. Uh, 
you uh you you, you want these guys alive? You good? You want the look good? You want them alive? He's like, no, they 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 killed my men. No, I don't want them alive. <laughs> I was like, all right, inner lawful evil, right up to one, grappled them, power bomb them, dead. <laughs> he died power bomb, but you know what? I'm fucking evil. No, no, that's not enough. As soon as I power bomb him, he's dead. I was like, Main Well, our fleet's main lion. I had Main Well bite his face. <laughs> Why not? We're evil. We're not, we're, we're not fucking good guys. It's like, oh, there's no rules to engagement here. And yes, I did power bomb him. That was the literal flavor of text I gave. Mm-hmm. After which so, you flicked him in the nuts. Power bomb, lion bite, right in the face. Did you then teabag? No, no, no. Uh, there's anything you know about Willie Nelson is I am all anti teabagging, except Bachman. You're going to know this. You're going to know this, buddy. There's one case when I think uh, teabagging is okay, and that's for tunneling, camping killers. They have to be yeah. both tunneling and camping. If they're just tunneling, if they're just camping, I don't really feel like they deserve to be teabagged. And I just don't like teabagging in general. It's a terrible cause most of the time. I'm I'm the one getting teabagged. And I don't like it. I didn't. Well, I don't want to make someone else go bad. I didn't know if you were going for max ironic humiliation. You know what, there, brother, you got a point there. Gold rule, brother. Don't do don't do to another brother what you won't want a brother do to you. Thank you, brother. Anytime, brother. So are you and still sadly, sailing the ocean blue? Yeah, 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 we ran to some... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My inner brother uh, leaked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we also got attacked by some kind of weird thing. I forget its name. It was like a... Think of like a beholder, but instead of eyeball... Or like an octopus, I guess, technically, out of the water. And on the end of his tentacles is like little crystals. It had a crystal eye thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, uh, when, when it got close enough, I ran and jumped off the ship and did a fucking... Superman punched right to that crystal, thinking it was going to be like a weak spot or something. You know, I don't meta game. I don't. I if I even if I do know something, my character doesn't know it. Doesn't know what I played off like that. Because if you're meta gaming, what's the what's the fun there? There Ain't no fun. Just going with your instincts, man. I mean, I'll 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 ask like, hey, for meta knowledge, what is this? And they if you if you want to tell me, if you don't, I understand. But if you do, oh, okay, that's what it is. Don't worry, I'm not going to use that future knowledge. I'm just gonna. Know what uh, my character? I get in my character's head. Ben Kaiser. Yeah, that's his name, Ben Kaiser. Does he have a brother? <laughs> yeah, Ben Kaiser Soze. No, Ben Kaiser only brother. I'm an only brother. I was wondering if you were going to take the bait there, and you did it. Of course he did. <laughs> Willie loves the bait. Uh, oh my. Yeah, this brother talk. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There, no, there ain't no thing. It's too much brother talk. I mean, you. I mean, you ever had the brotherhood of the traveling trunks? No, I, I haven't. Yeah, it's no, one of a bunch of brothers share the trunks. They go out in their old same trunks. Everyone's like, oh, I guess we're part of the team or something because they all wear the same color trunks. No, it's the exact same pair of trunks, brother. Well, as long as they're not sharing the same trunks. No, no, we do shit. That, no, That's what he's saying. We literally no. share the same trunks. And the same crabs, I'm guessing. No, 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 no. We t- we talked to our brother Jeremiah over there, and he uh, he learned his lesson. We icy hot his ball sack. <laughs> oh, uh, 
It's never fun when you gotta, you know, when you gotta punish another brother. But when a brother's fucking up, you gotta let a brother know. Oh dear lord! I can't wait for Willie to do some kind of. From Stephanie, you hear me? You stay away from her. No relation to any other Stephanie that you're probably thinking of. I just chose a random name there. Uh, if Rose aren't aware, go read on the dirt sheets about why Vince McMahon supposedly hated Randy Savage. <laughs> I had no idea about that, brother. Sure you didn't. Sure you didn't. No, I really didn't. Luckily, I didn't get the crabs because by it already only went to two to three people, and I wasn't next in line, thankfully. We got those clean. I figured you were going to say you can't get what you already have. No, 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 no. <laughs> Disease free, brother. That includes VD, brother. Well, uh, Brother Nelson, before we pivot off to other things, I know you are a resident uh, PlayStation enthusiast here. Are you in need of a PlayStation collector's box that I saw Wario64 tweet about that's on sale at GameStop? Right? It depends on what a PlayStation box is there, brother. Well, what it is, is for $24, you get a PlayStation knit hat, a beanie that has a poof ball on top, a desk caddy, an LED trophy, a PlayStation logo mug, vinyl decals, and a PlayStation box. For $23.99, Willie, do you need this PlayStation box? What is a PlayStation box? I asked that, and that doesn't answer anything. It's a box that contains all of these items that I told you about. Mm. So it's just a box. It's not a PlayStation box. It's just a box box. Well, it's called the PlayStation Collector's Box on their website. You know what? I don't like this Wario 64 right now. He's throwing me something that doesn't have a PlayStation in it. You call it a PlayStation? Oh, no, no, no. We're going to throw down there, brother. You're tricking all the little brothers out there. I'm sorry, Willie. I shouldn't have brought it up. I didn't realize I'd be poking a sore spot. When, since I'm assuming you have not acquired your PS5. I'm going to change his name from Wario 64 to Wario 6 Feet Under. I'm telling you what, brother. 64 Feet Under. Oh, if he's lucky. I'm going to hit that mantle. That's right underneath there. Boom. It's going to go to the impenetrable rock because I'm going to penetrate it with his body. Are you going to powerbomb him like you did pirates? I didn't powerbomb anybody. That was my brother, Ben Kaiser. Well, I mean, I assumed you and Ben Kaiser were close, so that would only be fair that you would want to emulate his fighting One style. of the greatest brothers i ever known. He's a Goliath among men. Let me tell you what there. A Goliath among men, huh? Standing at seven foot five, hailing from the Akros Mountains. Let me tell you what, brother. They don't make it like that no more. Interesting. Uh, something I hear he has two championship belts. All he wears at once. Fair enough. So uh, before we move on to the news, this might also interest you as our resident PlayStation enthusiast. Dude. The July PlayStation Now titles have been announced. I have seen. Oh, God, I know where you're going with this. I was just going to read the list. I didn't really have anything. Oh, I know the list. NASCAR Heat 5. Oh, PlayStation Now. I thought you meant PlayStation Plus. My bad. Go ahead. Yeah. NASCAR Heat. Olympic Games Tokyo 2020, Judgment, Call of War, Moving Out, Nio 2, and Red Dead Redemption 2 until November 1st. It's a nice brother they're doing for you, brother. Yeah, it's not bad. So if you got PlayStation now, yeah. now's your chance to play uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, I suppose. I'm not going to lie. This brother right here would not really recommend PlayStation now unless you have a good internet connection. Don't forget that, brother. You can't download stuff, but not everything you can download. So 
That, that's fair. And honestly, even if you have a good internet c- connection, sometimes these cloud sites don't work. But I did actually try the Xbox cloud streaming again this week. And this is what I'm into-ish. But I'll do it early because it sort of lent itself to that conversation. Since they replaced all the hardware in the data centers with Xbox Series X hardware, like all of my connectivity issues went away. I was playing Yakuza Like a Dragon with no problems whatsoever. Even like the timed punches and stuff I had to do in fights. I wasn't having any issues making that happen. And it never lagged out like I was having happen before. So I was pleasantly surprised. And what was really nice is I saved my game. I went to go do some other stuff and fired up my Xbox, launched Yakuza. And it was just a matter of seconds. I went, hey, we got to pull your save game out of the cloud, load it on my Xbox. And I was back playing on Xbox again. It was pretty cool. Willie, I think you're muted. I have a question for you there, brother, just in case you, uh, you know, in case you didn't uh, give, give me some insight there, brother. All right. How you liking the, how you liking gathering your, your, all your brothers up to go beat up random street punks and like a dragon, like a brother dragon. So I've put about six hours into this game right now. The mm-hmm. problem is it's six hours of that time. I've played six hours, four hours of that time. I feel like I've been in cinematic or in text. I haven't gotten to fight a ton until about six hours into the game when it finally unlocked enough that it was like, hey, here's your open world. Do quests how you see fit. Kill enemies as you see fit. It handholds you for a long time, it feels like. I mean, it is a, they're, they're, they're stepping outside the normal brotherhood bounds, you know? Yeah. And for, usually it's a beat em up. Now it's like an RPG. Right. And they kind of make a gag out of it because uh, Ichi, Ichiban. Uh, the That's main character, the main character, right? Yeah, yeah. the main character. I love, love his hair. Hair's yeah. on point. They right? talk about early on in the game how he loves the Dragon Quest games. Now he wants to be a hero. That was his dream as a kid. So it's and very if you don't much. Don't know the main character of the Dragon Quest games is named Hero. That's correct. And so it kind of twists the game so that Ichiban's imagination is kind of driving everything. So like when you encounter street thugs, there's like a flash and they change into different kind of like RPG inspired characters that you're fighting. And whenever you use abilities, once you get to this point in the game where he kind of says he wants to be hero, like in dragon quest, then instead of just being traditional fights and stuff like that, it kind of pans into having like magic, magic uh, signs and stuff appear on screen as you cast spells and things like that. And it's interesting. It's fun. I just wish it didn't take so long to get into the game. And I I finally got to the point where I could start getting additional equipment and stuff like that and buying new weapons. And it it put a whole better slant on the game because I was trying to grind with inferior weapons and it was taking forever. And then the first weapon shop I found was a sex shop toy, sex shop uh, for (laughs) weapons, which is hilarious. So now my main character has a giant Hitachi wand that he uses to beat people with it and paralysis <laughs> now listen 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 brother you're you're one of the most outstanding brothers i've ever known well brother. thank you brother but uh but a brother ought to know sometimes you gotta stop and smell the roses take that time enjoy the game don't try and rush through it man you can't be doing it sooner or later next thing you know you're gonna be attacking a gigantic roomba so to be fair Part of what was going on here is I wanted to get to a point where the open world opened up for me and I was rushing to get there. And now that the world has opened up, I've been spending a lot of time exploring, doing side quests, just grinding so that I can get my level up because I happened upon some folks that were level 20 and they handed me my ass because I was level eight at the time. And I'm like, holy hell, what the hell am I supposed to do here? And now I think I'm up to like level 13 and 14 across my party. So 
I'm taking time to do that and trying to take some time to earn some money to buy better weapons and equipment. I'm enjoying the game. I will say this with the basically six hours it takes to get into it, to stop holding your hand and what you need to do. Had it not been a game pass game, I don't know that I would have picked it up. I don't know. And I certainly, I don't think I would have paid the 60 bucks for, it. I think when it was on sale for 20 bucks, I probably would have pulled the trigger, but I'm kind of glad I waited for it to be on game pass. And because it was on game pass and I didn't have anything else I wanted to play. I think I stuck with it a little longer when I was starting to get tired of, okay, I did one fight. Now I've got to do 30 minutes of cinematics and run around the overworld where I don't get to fight before I get to do one more fight again. And now that I'm to the point where I'm actually battling on a regular basis, I'm much happier. There's one thing I have heard about this game. It's not all roses, but I mean, I hear it is pretty grindy. Be prepared for the grind. Well, it's designed to be like an old school RPG, an old school JRPG. So it doesn't surprise me one bit. But don't worry, brother. When you do that grind, though, you get these arms, these 24 inch pythons that come out. you. That is true. So the grind is worth it. I'm enjoying it. If it's brother, you can be. If you like JRPG style games or you like the previous Yakuza games and are open to a change in format, I'd say give it a try. If you have Xbox Game Pass, certainly download it and give it a try. And if you don't like it, you're not out any additional money, of course. And I know it's been going on sale on a regular basis on all platforms. It's available on down to like 20 bucks at certain times. For 20 bucks, if you like old school RPGs and stuff like that, I think it's worth it. Just be prepared that it's going to take four to six hours of just setting up the story and things like that. Now that it, now that I'm there, I feel like I can start exploring and doing random stuff and I'm having a lot more fun with it versus just feeling like I'm plodding through the game before I get to do something. But what do I know? And it is, a, of, there is a one PS- of those was on our free game list, right? Willie on the PlayStation. What did the uh, free of all ago? Uh, about a year ago, I think it was one year ago, uh, it was Yakuza Kiwami, which is a remake of the very first game. They re- they remade it to like a you know upgrade and stuff like that. So I played it. It is fantastic. Love Yakuza Kiwami. The the story, super, super serious uh Yakuza story. All the side missions, wacky, zany, all out the place hilarious and watch out i don't know if i don't know if he's in like a dragon he's probably gonna be there somewhere watch out for majima-san that dude come out of nowhere haven't met them yet but this game is full of wacky weird side quests and stuff like this like the one i just finished before i came down here i was leaving one of my jobs and there was a man with uh, baby formula being harassed by the yakuza I saved him and then gave me a side quest of we heard ba- a baby crying. So like, oh my uh, God, we have to help oh, the baby. I know what's going so I, know I had exactly. to go find hot water. He found baby formula. We took it upstairs and we find a bunch of Yakuza's dressed in diapers pretending to be babies that are in yeah. a weird little sex parlor. Yeah. You end up fighting them. So gross. You end up fighting yeah. them before the Yakuza boss makes friends with you because you were trying to help a baby that was in need. And then you drink formula with him at the end. And then he becomes Sometimes someone. got to help a brother baby. You know what I mean? And Ugh, then gross. Once, once you do, it's really weird. And it's actually pretty funny. Once you do that, the Yakuza boss becomes a character you can select in the pound town mechanic. For those that are not familiar with what pound town is, I just happened upon it. One of the guys picks up a flyer to something called Pound Town, calls it thinking it's a 
escort service because it says your first call is free. And he finds out that, no, they send you a brawler that you can call to help you in any of your fights that you can call via your cell phone. Ah, And then they fight with you. And that's what Pound Town is. So the first time you call anyone from Pound Town, they're free. So now the the, uh, Yakuza diaper boss baby or whatever, I now have a free call from Pound Town. I'm a little Uh. To a different kind of pound town. That, that yeah. pound town to me is a yeah. Saturday night main event, if you know what I mean. <laughs> the the uh the uh, word choice was done that way on purpose, I'm sure, and it mm-hmm. was not something lost in translation. That's the other thing I will say for this game is if you want it with the original Japanese voiceover work, you can just turn subtitles on and not have the dubbed version, or you can do a dubbed version of the game too. So because I know for nice a lot of people the, that's nice important. Give you the option. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I will say, Majima son, you will know when you see him. He's the dude with the eye patch, the uh, snake skin jacket, and uh, uh, no shirt underneath it. Eye patch is definitely going to be given away, though. Okay, I have not encountered them yet, but like I One said, one of the best characters. I'm in chapter four of the game, basically, so I have not gotten as far as I would like. I think Mark Hamill voiced him in a previous game, and during the English dub, I think. I don't know. Think you mean that, uh, Skeletor? No, you mean the Joker? Well, I was just more referencing that trailer we just got for him. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean the detective in the Giver. Fair, <laughs> fair, deep pull. I like it. Indeed, hey, brothers got dig deep. Nah, it's that kid from Corvette Summer. <coughs> oh, he's dying. We killed Willie. Oh, we killed him. Ah, you okay there, brother? It's the brother overload. <laughs> well, while Willie recovers. Load. From the brother overload, why don't we roll on in to the news of the week? Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. Welcome to the news of the week. It's that part of the show where we run down what's in our minds. It's the most interesting geeky and or nerdy news to have popped up here recently and share it with you guys who are watching live. Not a lot since we shifted the recording date. Sorry, guys. Or listening at a later date. Before we get in to each of our individual news stories, I do have to ask because I, I'd forgotten about it and probably should have made it my news in hindsight. Did you see the trailer that dropped for part one of Kevin Smith's uh, He-Man continuation? Looked pretty fun. Yeah, the story trailer. Yeah, yeah it looked, looks good. Looked pretty fun. Yeah, Masters of the Universe Revelation, or it's the end of Eternia. And I fully admit I geeked out when Mark Hamill got to speak as Skeletor, because I was like, oh yeah, it's Mark Hamill. Yeah. And then it was Skeletor, and I love Skeletor, so it was good times. If you haven't seen it yet, it's all over YouTube, all over Twitter, because Kevin Smith was tweeting it. I saw, I think Jason Mewes tweeted it, and that's how I saw it originally because he was you saying mean stinkor yes that he said something to the effect of come for stinkor stay for the rest of the trailer or something <laughs> like that that's gotta be cool for muse though watching oh, that yeah. stuff as a kid now he gets to be in it i like muse yeah and i think it comes out what like the 23rd near the end of the month i want to say either 23rd or the 27th for some reason yeah but so, yeah, it's this I mean, month. Yeah, this this month, yeah, this month we get the new he-man so or the first half hell yeah i don't know when we get yeah. the second half of it so that's probably, what, five episodes, six episodes, something like that? Something like that, yeah, because I don't think it's a huge a huge season. No, Willie, as, yeah. our, as our resident brother, will you be watching the ultimate brother, He-Man himself? And you're muted again. <laughs> yeah, I was doing it for the news of the week thing when I didn't want to interrupt that little, you know, little, 
little music going on. Well, thank you, brother. Um, yeah, well, you know, one brother's got to support another brother in his fight against evil and tyranny and skeletons. We don't like skeletons. No brother likes a good skeleton. <laughs> no bones about it, brother. I see what you did there. So I take it that uh, you, uh, Brother Willie, are excited for a little He-Man in your life. Well, every brother out there, no matter how big or little, has a little He-Man brother growing in them. It's the spirit, the fighting spirit, by the power of Grayskull, I swear it. You have the power, huh? Someone's got that power, right? That's true. <laughs> That's true. I now want, in my mind, someone to do... Uh, podcast where it's just voiceover work of all of the He-Man cartoons where Willie gets to be He-Man. I want this to happen now. Oh, man, I want to change my voice from this because this is not what uh, Prince Adam sounds like. Well, that's what He-Man can sound yeah. like, brother. Oh, a reinvention of the He-Man persona. Oh, oh I like your thinking there, brother. Bachman's like, again, hey, they just ruined He-Man for me. <laughs> or did we make it a hundred thousand times better for the brother? Hopefully July 23rd, He-Man will help me get over here in this non-stop voice. <laughs> don't worry, I don't think it'll uh, make it past this week. <laughs> here, let me make my voice a little raspy. We'll light up a little sooner uh, here. Well, while Willie's lighting excuse me, while Brother Nelson is lighting up there, why don't we... Uh, uh, see what you almost did, you almost messed up. Don't make another brother come out to you and treat you right. I'll treat you right. Show you what how you need to treat a brother. <laughs> Thank you. you. Don't worry, no line will bite your face because I asked too far for another brother. Thank you, brother William. I appreciate it. As brother Nelson, I don't know why you keep messing this up. (laughs) Uh, Anthony, uh, why don't you kick us off with what your news is for this week? All righty, we got a big to do in the film industry because something we haven't seen in a while. Uh, Universal actually held the entire box office, including all three of the top spots, uh, in its second week, F9, The Fast Saga, Fast and Furious, a.k.a. Homeboys in Space, uh, held onto the top slot, which, you know, not surprising to anybody. There's still a whole, you know, a lot of a lot of franchises aren't getting back to the theater yet. A lot of studios aren't pushing to get into the theater yet. And F9, you know, was going to hold July down. You know, I don't think anybody had any doubt about that. Uh, see, they were projected for 22.9 million in their 4,200 theaters for the three-day weekend, and another 30 million for the four-day holiday, according to update estimates. Uh, let's see, to boot, the action pick crossed 100 million domestically in record time for the pandemic era, and on Monday, the movie was expected to cross the 500 million dollar line globally. So it's already at half a billion dollars making it the top-grossing Hollywood title release in 2020 or 2021. And then uh, Universal also this weekend released The Boss Baby 2 Family Business and The Forever Purge, the returning uh, holiday 4th of July uh, horror franchise. And with those three, basically Universal had something in the movie theaters for everybody. Uh, see, what was it? Universal dominated the marquee all the way around thanks to offering two new films in addition to F9, the DreamWorks animation sequel to The Boss Baby, Family Business, an R-rated dystopian horror pick, Forever Purge, the fifth installment of the Blumhouse's uh, dystopian franchise, 
Boss Baby, which apparently also debuted on Peacock, reported a three-day box office opening of $16 million from 3,600 cinemas and $20 million for the four-day holiday, well below the $50 million debut of the 2017 one, but it also still got an A cinema score, and you know, lots of families aren't exactly hitting back in the theater yet. And you know, holiday weekend, lots of families are off doing things. So still, not a you know, not a bad chunk of change for opening up an animated film in the middle of the uh, summer when most people aren't going back to the theater yet. And then um where was it? Duh, duh, duh. Yeah, Forever Purge targeted a third day finish with twelve point five million from thirty four hundred and fifty one locations and fifteen point seven million respectively. So all in all, basically Universal just locked down the whole box office which is something we really haven't seen in like the Disney Marvel era where Universal is holding the top three slots because routinely over the past couple of years, there's been at least one or two either Disney or Marvel films in the theater pretty much at all times. And so, yeah, for 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 one shining moment this year, Universal is holding the reign. So and uh, sadly, we were trying to look and see uh, but we wanted to watch the Forever Purge this weekend. We were trying to look it up to see if we could. um uh day and date it on vod and it's not available to stream anywhere the forever purge is actually one where they're like nope you have to go and see it in the theater which you actually kind of thought the bloom house might you know let that one come out on like uh you know one of the voodoo sites or something but yeah it was not anywhere available i think until the end of this month then you can see a uh, forever purge if you want to watch it at home but yeah it was a uh, it was kind of crazy to see yeah three universal films holding down the box office I have one question about that. We yeah. read one of our news stories about a year ago, about a year and a half ish ago, uh, a year and three months ago. Uh, I thought I remember some of AMC saying, yeah, we're not showing Universal movies anymore because they released what Trolls, one of the Trolls sequels on video on demand. Didn't Something like that. that. And I yet think here so. they are. Yeah, they, they were like they backtracked on that. I think they again. renegotiated, but I don't really yeah. remember the details. Fair enough. Okay, okay. Yeah, All I think right. they backtracked that on that like, pretty quick because none of the because they were thinking that if they stepped up and did that, that they could get the other theater franchises to do it with them. Because if it was a full boycott, like if it was Edwards and Regal and AMC and Cinemark, like if it was if it was all of them. If they all boycotted Universal, then they could make them do something. But it was just AMC that did it. And so Universal's like, fine, we'll give our movies to everybody but you. And AMC's like, oh, okay, wait, that's not going to work. That's just going to hurt us. <laughs> yeah, AMC, that was stupid to even say in the first one. Yeah. I mean, not yeah, not being able to like shut down. Yeah, because if you're going to strike, it has to be everybody striking. It can't just be, you know, the, just the kicker on the football team can't strike. The whole team has to strike or it doesn't work. They just replaced the kicker. <laughs> I do have to admit, though, that I did enjoy that the meme game this weekend got taken over by Dominic Toretto family memes. Everything. Family. Everything was yeah. family. Replacing pretty much any active meme I'd seen. Nice. And yeah, have you guys seen F9 yet? We went to the, we actually went to the theater and saw it this week. It's really fucking good. My wife said she would go if I bought her popcorn, but I said I'm going to wait and make my return movie to the theaters be Black Widow first, I think. Because mm. that's I'm this upcoming good. weekend. So I'll go to back to the theaters this weekend for Black Widow. I've only seen, in the last decade, I've only seen two Fast and Furious movies. That is The Fast and The Furious. Wait, or the fourth one. Where Was it The Fast and The Furious, or is it yes. just Fast and Furious? I think it's The Fast and The Furious. 
Yeah, I think the the was on and, the board. And then also, and the other one, I'm not even sure if you would even count that as another one, is the uh, Fast Furious Presents Hobbs and, Hobbs and, Shaw. and Shaw. Yeah, yeah, that is technically the ninth Fast and Furious film, which is funny because it makes F9 technically the tenth one, which means they got to space in the same amount of time it took Jason Voorhees. It took him ten uh, films to get to spoilers. space. Spoilers. No spoilers. I literally called the movie AKA Homeboys in Space at the start of my intro. Why don't you appreciate that, brother? It was a nah. runaway line, man. That's all it was. There's no, no deeper. Didn't really mean need to looking into. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you did it. Why are you doing a brother bad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what I had. Universal's holding down the box office. It'll be interesting to see how the box office responds this upcoming weekend with the return of Marvel to the uh, to the box office and how Disney Plus impacts that. And yeah. on a personal selfish note, if we get the goddamn Spider-Man Far From Home, or whatever the new title is. Far From Home, I think, was the last one. No Way Home. No Way Home. Yeah, if we get the Spider-Man No Way Home on trailer, uh, trailer for Black what Widow. Mean, no Way I'm Home. Excited. I'm already at home. And I'm more excited for that trailer than I am for Black Widow. I'll be honest. I just... I don't care about the Black Widow movie. No, I, mean, I, I mean, care about it. I just want to see Spider-Man more. Yeah. I mean... I care about it just for Sheriff Hopper being in that red. <laughs> was the Red Guardian? Yeah. Was that who he is? That the name? Um, yes. Or Steel yeah, Guardian? They, yeah. I can't remember if they're going there. Guardian, that one. yeah. Yeah, I want to see that. It looks funny. The big old belly. I mean, I'm looking forward to belly. seeing it. I mean, give me as much Marvel content as you can. It was a weird look you're giving me. Yeah, I'm not going to share that thought. It was a bad thought. Whoa. Whoa. All right. Whoa. You don't like current Marvel content? Uh, if we're counting current Marvel content as a, the Avengers game, they're messing up. Oh, I wasn't even going to bring up the Avengers game at this point in time because, yeah, it is what it God, is. God, they're messing up. God, they, just, just make an Ultimate Alliance 3, but not the Ultimate Alliance 3 we, we got because that was not that good. <laughs> no yeah. offense if you liked it. It's all right. But, I mean, it was definitely a reduction from the previous two. Or give me X Men Legends three. I'd take that too. Well, I would love some X Men Legends. Ooh, yeah. bring me that. Uh, which was the originator of the uh, Ultimate Alliance Correct. format. Yep. Which I guess goes back to Baldur's Gate. You know, the original Baldur's Gate, not yep. the one we got now, which I've heard bad things about. I would love to see X Men Legends games be backwards compatible on these current consoles too. That would be awesome as well. Uh, they are Marvel Ultimate Alliances, but I don't think X Men Legends is. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. I think I actually have X Men Ultimate Alliance over there on my shelf. I'm not gonna go over there and get it because I would have to get up and go over there and get it. I'm a lazy guy, so deal with that. No, no worries, brother. We got you. I think I think it's X Men Legends too. Actually, I don't think it's over there. I think it's in my drawer over in my bedroom. Why is in that drawer? I don't know. I've randomly opened. I was like, oh, that's there. Great. X-Men Legends 2. Great game. Hey, we're just Ooh, glad you're... Apocalypse. We're just glad your ex-wife didn't take that like she did your PlayStation. Because that was before you were getting all the digital games. So I'm sure she took some of your games, too. Uh, I think so. Uh, my memory, I try to block it out. It's Y'all oh, say your memory's yeah. bad. She took my favorite game of that year, too. Which was Until Dawn. Favorite game of that year. I got another copy of it, so I was you're good to go then. Congratulations. And that was before you even got on PlayStation Plus, which I'm pretty sure it was on PS Plus for a bit there, wasn't it, Bachman? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a fun game. Yeah, it was fun. Highly enjoyable. 
So we've been talking video games. It makes sense that we transition to another video game topic here. Did you guys, and I know that you guys play Apex Legends far more than I do, see the issues that Apex was having this weekend? Uh, I heard about it, yeah. I saw some tweets about it. Saw some people uh, not happy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Evidently, they have called in some of the developers to try and get a patch out this weekend over the long holiday weekend. But what was going on here is there was a bunch of Apex Legends games that were hacked and interrupt with messages about titanfall and for those that aren't familiar titanfall is the first game to have come out of respawn entertainment it's a game i really like and it is actually a game series that apex legends then spun off of because apex legends takes place in the same universe as titanfall you just don't get giant robotic mechs, mechs excuse me to drive around and destroy people with yet yet so there's an article over on the verge that i'm going to bring up and say uh I'm just going to read part of it here. They say uh, Respawn Entertainment's Battle Royale shooter Apex Legend has proven to be a hit with over 100 million unique players and counted over 300,000 people playing on Steam at one time in May. But an issue bubbling over from its earlier Titanfall games is now having an impact on Apex as reports across social media show players running into messages from people hacking the game with a save Titanfall message. They did acknowledge this on July 4th on their Twitter saying the team is still working on a fix and testing solutions. We'll keep these hourly updates coming before on 7 p.m. July 4th saying we're testing the fix now. Additional updates may be required. In the meantime, we have determined that this attack, while disruptive, has not put players' information or accounts at risk. More updates to come as we make progress. So what was going on with this issue? It went on for hours. They say multiple players were affected. They couldn't queue for new games was the biggest problem. Yeah, because I've seen there's actually, uh, it shows like uh, one of the the messages of the flash across, across your screen on the game. It actually says visit and repost save titanfall.com. Right. So they weren't just hacking the in-game stuff. They were actually hacking like the menus and stuff too. Yes. So actually, yeah, messing with people's ability to go into matchmaking and actually play the game. So people couldn't queue for new games. According to this article on The Verge, uh, Apex is hosting a special event drawing players back to the original version of its first two maps. Uh, PC Gamer and Kotaku reported the messages have been appearing for players on PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Uh, The writer of this article on The Verge says they joined a game on PC when the match was over. They got a message stating uh, save Titanfall and a direction to that website. After Respawn indicated the problems were over, they managed to play a few matches without any odd messages or matchmaking problems beyond the usual ones. So why'd this happen? According to this article, it appears that whoever is behind this attack is doing it because of similar issues that affected the Titanfall games going back years. A problem attributed to a single person kicked players out of Titanfall 1 sessions on PC and inundated them with racist messages, making the multiplayer-only title largely unplayable, dating back to 2019. In recent months, Respawn had tweeted that help is coming ASAP and the team is investigating problems like DDoS attacks in the Titanfall series. However, the issues have continued. With hacking becoming a game-stopping problem for a franchise that EA is counting on to provide $750 million in net bookings, they can't wait much longer is what folks are saying. So what went on is there was issues with Titanfall. Whoever is pushing this event in Apex Legends is upset with the fact that Titanfall 1, which they're still selling, both in-store and on their digital storefronts, is largely unplayable because hackers have basically taken it over and ruined the gaming experience. So I get the frustration there, but having that frustration carry over to making Apex Legends unplayable, 
I don't think is the right way to get your demands met. It could be the right way for them to say, well, F you, we're just going to pull Titanfall 1 down because we're not making much money on a game that came out, what, five, six years, maybe seven years ago at this point in time compared to the cash cow that is Apex Legends. Yeah. The problem with that is if you have the server still up, you're, you need to have responsibility over it. That's I agree. on you. I agree. The, the, if the, you don't the, want it, then don't take it down. The biggest underlying problem is that there's been issues for years with Titanfall 1. They haven't fixed it, and they've left the game in marketplaces for people to continue buying, adding new player yeah. bases to. That being said, Titanfall 1 is a really fun game. I enjoy Titanfall 2 a little bit more, which does have a single-player component as well. But, yeah. Well, you see, me and Bachman never got a chance to play Titanfall 1. It was down... Oh, oh that's right. It was Xbox exclusive. No. That uh, one was exclusive. We played two. We did play two though. It was Xbox oh, PC yeah. exclusive. You're correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Titanfall two was awesome though. I did dig that one. That was a fun game. I mean, but, but I mean, hell, if you could sue a company for the game being unplayable, we could all get together and sue behavior right now because DBD has been awful. Could sue Square Enix for the Avengers game. <laughs> there you go. It was basically unplayable for a while too. Yeah. Playable. I mean, you still play it. It was just the content in it what was lacking. That's what my problem with To be fair, now. they are pushing a crap load of content out now, but one could argue too little too late. The yeah. content being purchasable costumes that should have been in the game in the first place? Well, no, they've got all these story packs coming out. The Wakanda one, they just dropped the Hawkeye one. Oh, those aren't out yet. I thought the, I thought the Hawkeye one now. was. Oh, yeah, the Hawkeye the and the Kate Bishop. Well, the Kate Bishop was first, and then the Hawkeye one. Yeah, the and Hawkeye then technically, out. if you want to count it, the Red Room, um, the Red Room kind of mode, yeah. which look, I think, I haven't played it. It looks like it's just the, the Danger Room segment type thing. I forget what it was called. It's not the date. Danger, oh, it doesn't matter. Training Room. And it turned, like, red, and it had, like, some flavor of, I don't even know. It was just red. That's all I know. Like, you took the red room a little too red, literally. Well, Willie, you are more aware of that game than Bachman and I, because I've played through some of the single player, maybe a third to 40% of it. I know you've beaten. Oh, yeah. yeah. The campaign, the single player campaign, fun. I would highly recommend to play it if you can find it for cheap. Play it, get it, and just play it for that single player campaign. And the, all the stuff that is coming out, like the Kate Bishop, the Hawkeye, and I'm assuming the uh, Wakanda Black Panther stuff. You can play that single player. You don't need any. You don't need anyone else. And you can enjoy the story of it. That, that is okay. The problem is when they try to make it as a game as a service and have three other people come and join you and play with you. It's like I don't. I don't. I don't need that part because you're just repeating a lot of the stuff over and over. You're grinding and grind. listen. Game company. Yeah, it no is grinding like hell. Likes to grind no one likes to grind stop it you did see in the last avengers update they had to hot fix it after they put it out because if you went and played multiplayer it was exposing your ip address to everyone in game it would have like your your gamer tag oh, nice. or your name and then your ip address right next to it showing up on screen uh, well that's not great yeah, that's not great <laughs> go ahead and find me what can you do steal my identity good luck with it's that more that they it. could shut down your network or yeah, because if they have your IP address, they can do a lot of different stuff to your... Oh, yeah. no, my terrible internet's down. Is it because I got DDoS? He's, he's got a or point. Is it because... 
Or is it because Sarah Waters being terrible internet? Fair point. Uh, quick side note, as I'm popping up on Twitter, Wario64 had another update that I wanted to share because <gasps> I love this game. <gasps> the uh, Destroy All Humans uh, remaster is down to $10 at GameStop. I right don't now. care. He's going to be Wario64 feet in the ground. I'm going to take that from you. I hope you don't mind. I oh, like it. Fine. Yeah, you improved on what I put down. That's fine. But uh, the Destroy All Humans remaster, I've played it. It's really fun because they put it on Game Pass. If you enjoyed the first Destroy All Humans that was on, what, Xbox original and PS2, I think is what it was. I played on the PS2, and I'm yeah, still that wondering, right. did they keep that unlockable movie in the game? I don't there know. Was there was like an unlockable like sci-fi movie from like the 50s or something that was like, I'm sure it was like free use or something like it didn't, yeah. or something like that, uh, or fair use. That's not yeah, fair it's use, fair use. Right? It's fair use, but yeah, they... They were pretty respectful of the original. The game plays the same way and everything is there and then more because they found another level that had been done like 70, 80% of the way and they brought it over also and then finished it. So there was a lost level that was brought over and supposedly they are working on Destroy All Humans 2 and doing a remaster of it. Hmm. What what, what studios uh, doing the remakes? Uh, Black Forest studio? Games. THQ Nordic oh, okay. has the license in the Black Forest Games. THQ, I forgot about that. Yeah, Destroy All Humans is good. Yeah. As long as you don't make a game, Destroy All Brothers. I gotta be against you on that. <laughs> we did an AMA on one of the Xbox subreddits that I moderate with the Black Forest team, and they were pretty awesome. They had like three or four different developers, the manager, and they were answering questions all day long, and it was pretty cool. They seem like they really enjoyed working on that and enjoyed the excitement that the fans had for doing it. And if folks on the Xbox side of the house were a bit more excited because when this released, it was like 40 bucks, but it was on Game Pass at launch. So it was more of, oh, I loved this game originally and now I can just play it as part of my Game Pass subscription. That's awesome. You're right there, Willie. Oh, he's trying to read again. Oh, Willie's trying to read. That's problematic. Oh, no, we... it's like he's not the highest of... Mm. Well, you see, that's problematic that you're trying to read, Willie, because we're going to jump over to you to see what you had to talk about. Let's go. So uh, we just had a holiday that just happened. And we all, you know, we all know the holiday, right? What's mm-hmm. the holiday? Independence Day, if you're in the United States. No, Hospital Visitation Day, because people are going to be losing some things. Fires. I woke up to Reddit seeing houses on fire. Many houses on fire. So, uh, but not only that, on the 4th of July, you know, not everyone knows a lot of little factoids about it. A little bit of factoids. So let's go with those little factoids. Uh, did, uh, can someone tell me what our Independence Day is? What day is that on? July 4th? You are wrong! Yeah. It was signed on July 2nd, but it wasn't published till July 4th. So, I mean, and even um, even a bunch of people thought, uh, even John Hancock himself, even thought the uh, Independence Day was going to be July 2nd. So, which makes me just wonder, who the hell was on that committee then? <laughs> oh, well, doesn't matter. But, uh, no, yeah, so that was very weird. July 2nd, no, uh, but yeah, we just celebrate July 4th, because what's two days? What's two days in 200 and something years? Oh, really? Right, but not only that. Don't forget. Do you want to guess how many Americans are going to enjoy hot dogs? How many hot dogs will be eaten on yesterday? 
Well, I know Joey Chestnut ate 76 of his own. Just a lot of hot dogs. The joke is just said his own. I had two hot dogs yesterday for the 4th of July. It was... Uh... I had one myself and a burger. I had them West Virginia style. But Americans overall will enjoy 150 million hot dogs over across the country. That's a lot of dogs. Mm. And I hear they are barking. No. No, no, no dogs barking? No. All right, fine, fine. I'll just move on. Um, I'm going to no-sell that. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, But you know what you probably will sell on? What's what if that? National Treasure got something right? There's, there's something, something hidden on the back of the Declaration. Written, what if there is something written on the back of the uh, Declaration of Independence? What if I told you that? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably believe it. It's a recipe for Ben Franklin's mom's sweet tea. No, all it is is all is a, it's just a little line that says "Original Declaration of Independence, dated Fourth July, 17. That's all it really is. That's all because that's the day it was published. Of course, mm. July Fourth. So yeah, so I mean, I thought that little fact was like, ooh, Nick Cage might. He's, he might be trying to fact check that, so watch out, Smithsonian. Watch out. He's coming. He's crazy. <laughs> uh, but uh, also, uh, in Saturday news, there was one signer of the Declaration of Independence that recounted his uh, signing. He retracted it, pretty much. Recanted it. That's what I said. Uh, what did I say? You said recounted. But I thought I said recanted first. No. And then I said re. I thought I said both. Well, my bad. I thought I said we can't. But that's what I did mean. Um, but I will say it's probably a no fault of his own because uh, he was kind of forced to say that because he was um, he was a prisoner of war pretty much by the British. So, yeah, tortured and whatnot. I can't really blame him for saying that. Could you? He was actually held for a couple of years, to tell you the truth. And that's no yeah, statement through coercion is not a voluntary statement. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so it said it was a uh, Richard Stockton, a lawyer from New Jersey. He was the old, only sign- old Dick Stockton, eh? Yeah. Old Dick Stockton here. I mean, he, who knows? It might have been young Dick Stockton. Well, young back then, Dick. yeah. Who doesn't like a young Dick? A young girl, Dick Stockton. There we go. Not only that, did you know the Declaration of Penance was written on a laptop? Someone wrote it on their lap on. Nope, on it was top a, of their you know, lap. It was like a piece of wood that was a, it was called a laptop. It was literally called that. So hmm. this thing being a laptop is uh, you know, it's it's the you know, it's a future improvement of laptop technologies a of slight past, upgrade two hundred piece of wood. When Willie said he was gonna talk about Independence Day, I was expecting the Jeff Goldblum movie, I'll be honest. Yeah, you think a little more ID four and a little less listen, listen. national Our, treasure. I, I have talked about Independence Day. I was a guest on another podcast. Uh, so I have talked about that. So why would I talk about it here today? Willie, how old is the movie Independence Day now? Uh, it is 20, wait, 24 years old. Higher. Six years old. Lower. Lower. Five? 25 I thought it came out in 94. Came out ninety five? Ninety six. Oh, ninety six. Are you sure it was ninety five? I'm sure it was ninety six. I have an article uh, up right now about uh, it that I was reading oh, before I the show it. started. I, I yeah. just blow my brain. It That's was I literally ask. the last oh. thing I saw in the theater before I left for boot camp, yeah. July tenth, nineteen ninety six. 
And uh, this next part, this next little factoid, uh, you might already know it, and uh, it might rile up some people, you know, some true patriots. Uh, uh, if you wear the flag, you're technically violating the U.S. flag code. So, That's true. Yes, that is so correct. If you're a true patriot, you wouldn't do it. But if you're a cool patriot, you would. <laughs> yes, using the flag Why as clothing flags, or fashioning clothing to look like the flags flag. Flags don't need code. It's a flag. I get it's a symbol, but it's still, it's a material flag. It can touch the ground. It's okay. It's not supposed What's to wrong touch with the, the ground? ground? The ground's awesome. It gives us food. The ground is great. It should be buried in the ground. It should be laying on the ground because the ground is great. Well, if you properly yeah, retire a flag, once you burn it, its ashes are supposed to be buried underground. That's the only time a flag's supposed to touch the ground, brother. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, uh, 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 and also, did you know when 4th of July actually became a national holiday? On the 4th of July. What year? <laughs> you didn't ask that. You just asked no. when. I loopholed you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> When's your birthday? Well, August 22nd. Oh, I heard your answer. Every I'm not year. You're, wrong. you're not wrong, but I'm asking for a more concise specific answer your lack of specificity saved my ass here so well i'm asking right now it's not what am i gonna do to you if you're wrong what do you think i'm gonna do wanna make funny no go punch me in the dick i didn't think you would though i'm gonna say 1972 1976 i don't remember a fourth of july before 1982 so i'm going with 1982 you know what i like that i remember my four-year answer is 18 70 was the first time fourth of july was made into a holiday and let's use some of those 800 uh, uh, bc or was it 80 uh chinese explosives well that's how you celebrate america is by blowing up shit made in china well i'm not saying they were made i've just been like they were invented in you know fireworks and they're pretty much all made in china too yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah which is really weird like if they're all like does your state have weird rule fireworks? Uh, we, we set up a whole bunch of stuff about. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. We have, I have to go to the uh, birthplace of one uh, 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 Chris here to get some good fireworks because my state has no, you cannot get anything that goes up in the we air. We don't have good fireworks here. Mm. I said the birthplace. Oh, of, gotcha. Uh, one. We uh, yeah yeah all uh, Chris tell tell them. Uh, what's all along the entire border between North and South Carolina? What is lining the border? Firework stands. Firework stands on the South Carolina border. Every highway, every road, you got firework stands that stand right. year round. We have one of the we have one of the giant black cat stands that's actually open. I think most of the year in uh, Caldwell, Idaho, just up the road from me, and they actually make you sign a waiver that says you're going to take the fireworks out of state. <laughs> because they're, they're able to sell because apparently that one store is like close enough to the Oregon border or the Montana border or whatever it is. But yeah, they, they're open most of the year. And yeah, you just have to sign a waiver saying, oh yeah, I'm going to leave the state of Idaho before I set these off. So now Willie is not really, is not really much of a drinker, but he used to drink. So past Willie, one fourth of July, let's just say I got blackout drunk like i was coming to blacking out coming back to blacking out one of the times i came to we're because we're on our way to the beach i wasn't driving of course um 
They stopped. At, we're in South Carolina. We stopped at a fireworks the, the store. I think we're I think we're at Myrtle Beach or somewhere near it. I think I can't remember exactly where we were, but somewhere in South Carolina on the beach. And uh, yeah, so we went and got some fireworks. And I was still, you know, I was obviously drunk. Obviously drunk. This person let me buy fireworks. I was even having trouble trying to slide my debit card. <laughs> and they still sold me fiery projectiles because, of course, all I got was Roman candles because what else would you supposed to get? Fuck well, that. of course. Yeah, Roman candles are the best. Yeah, yeah. Willie had lightsaber me... fights with his Roman candles. Oh, no, we had lightsaber fights with uh, glow sticks, actually. Okay. Uh, you have Roman candle fights. You have gun fights with those. We yeah. Have yeah. Lightsaber fights. They don't just stay there. What are you talking about? It's dumb. Chris, get out of here. But anyway, um, yeah, not only did they allow me to buy those, and they were like, yeah, sure, whatever. There was also a cop inside, and he saw no problem with this. So, sure. This was back in 2009, I want to say. Fourth of July, 2009. Willie was dumb. Don't do it. Don't do fireworks while drunk. I wasn't drunk when I used the fireworks. I was only drunk when I bought them. I will state that. There you go. Then I got to the beach, I passed out and sobered up and woke back up and felt have a nice afternoon. Then where did I get these fireworks from? Oh, I remember it. I was like, how the, how, how, how did I, how, how ridiculous. <laughs> South Carolina, they don't care as long as you got money. It's true. Uh, that's everywhere, though. <laughs> You're not wrong. But that's all my facts of 4th of July. I hope you learned. Hope you're smarter now. Uh, go ahead and forget them by tomorrow. I forgot them already. Thank you, brother. You're welcome. I didn't, didn't even know you were still talking. I can tell. That's fair. <laughs> well, gentlemen, looking at the time, we do need to start wrapping this thing up. And for those that aren't aware, each week we wrap this show up with a little segment called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you guys just what kind of geeky or nerdy things we've been getting into so that you may want to go try them yourselves. I'll kick things off since I already sort of talked about that, but I've been playing a lot of uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Like I said, I'm about six, six and a half hours in in Chapter 4 and feel like I'm finally you know, getting to play the game versus being forced along story paths and not getting much free will. Uh, yesterday for the 4th of July here, I made some hot dogs, had them West Virginia style because there is a style for a West Virginia hot dog. Chicago's got their style. West Virginia's got their style too. Do you want to know what a West uh, Virginia style hot dog yeah. is? What well, is, is a West Virginia it? style okay. hot dog? West Virginia dog. style hot dog. You put the hot dog on the bun. You get a little bit of mustard, put it on there. Put some hot dog chili on there. Put some diced onions on that and then put some coleslaw on top of that. That's a West Virginia dog. Uh, Chris, mm-hmm. that does not sound like West Virginia. When I think of West Virginia and hot dogs, I'm I thought it was gonna have meth on it for sure. No, that's a West Virginia <laughs> dog right there, man. What meth? No. No, no. Uh, Everyone here is addicted. This hot dog just looks like meth. No, no. West Virginia is an opioid addicted state, thanks to the pharmacies. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I am wrong. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It's, it's uh, opioids. It's oxycontins. It's yeah. just a hot dog bun with oxycontin in it. <laughs> yeah, it's oxys that's ruined the state now, not meth. Let's get it right. Right. That's true. You're right. You gotta you gotta have the right thing down yeah. there. Yeah, that, that's that's uh Idaho. We'll let we'll let the doctors overprescribe oxy, but God forbid we legalize marijuana for people to manage their pain in this state. No, no, no. We're gonna have mm-hmm. them pop pills and get addicted to those instead. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, so this thing is not habit forming. Yeah. Uh, it's just to... straight to lifestyle, apparently. <laughs> 
Uh, what else did I get into? Took my wife up to Pittsburgh on Saturday. She had some stuff she wanted to do up in Pittsburgh. And while we were there, I went and played around the Tesla store, which was fun because Tesla vehicles intrigued me. Uh, when you say played around, were you like, uh, you know, frolicking through? I the wish. Town pit? He was putting bananas in tailpipes. That's right. I, yeah, I was putting bananas in tailpipes that don't exist in Teslas. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> But no, I was talking to it. Uh, I I don't think I've talked about it on this show, but it's one of the things I've considered at some point is I've been wanting to potentially get a Tesla an electric vehicle because they intrigue me. So I was asking a bunch of questions, sitting in the one demo unit they had because they sold all of the other demo units at both the stores up in Pittsburgh to meet their quota for this last quarter. So they didn't have any vehicles to take out for test drives or anything like that. But it was interesting, and I enjoyed getting to go up there and do that. And God, what else have I been getting into? Work, playing video games. Watching dumb TV and dumb things on YouTube. I haven't really been getting into a ton of stuff. I'm I'm kind of boring. I'm kind of boring. But I own it. Mr. Bachman, what you been getting into? Uh, let's see. We went and had the big family 4th of July last night, which was fun. Watched a bunch of the kids you know, set off fireworks, which that's how you get around uh, not drinking in fireworks. The adults drink, and you let the kids light all the fireworks. Works pretty good. Uh, yeah, we actually played around some scooters and stuff. It was fun. It was a big family, uh, big family to do. So I, I enjoyed it. Had myself a good time. And then uh, we wanted to actually check out our new neighborhood where we'll be next year for the Fourth of July. So we went and drove by the house, which we did finish doing that this week. So uh, I bought a house this week. That's what I've been into. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So do, doing paperwork and stuff. And yeah, like uh, basically, yeah, taking this was my full week off after my LASIK surgery. So yeah. Just been lazy, playing a bunch of video games. Uh, my eyes almost fully healed. I still got, you can see a little bit of that red dot there on the top of my pupil. I still got, you know, a little bit of blood in the eye. But yeah, like all the pain's gone. Like it's awesome. My eyes are starting to also refocus a little bit, getting a little bit more of my close distance vision back. Um, and yeah, pretty much now, like I'm down to just using the steroids uh, four times a day. And I just put the, the the regular preservative free uh artificial tears in whenever i need them which hasn't been anywhere near as often as it was especially like during that first week but yeah like my eyes don't hurt anymore it's awesome yeah it's still i, I would say lasix the best five grand i've ever spent so yeah just looking forward now to uh just got a whole bunch of stuff that we got to plan and get ready to do for the house for october and then yeah playing um a bunch of Fortnite, which we've been having a, a ton of fun with we actually played with one of the the nephews, uh, Chase, who I think is like what twelve, and yeah, we actually had a uh, me, him, and Jana were all playing the other day, and as a trio, we got two victory royales in a row. Nice, and like we're just stoked, like just running around, just murdering squads, like we're having a blast in that game. It's just it's so much silly fun, and just enjoying it, and yeah. So like I ordered a bunch of stuff online, uh, so that, like the kids are all gonna get because. Uh, Liam, Ember, and Chase are all like huge Fortnite kids. So, like they're all gonna get T-shirts and Funko Pops and cards that all have like Fortnite characters on it. But also, you know, been trying to get back into the groove, and so got myself a little uh, reference book. So they actually did a how an official how to draw Fortnite book for some of the weird characters in the game. So I got this because I love me a how to draw book. And then, um, other than Fortnite, trying to play DBD, freaking the anniversary events going on. It's it's a shit show. The game is still laggy as hell. It's probably in the for playability. It's probably the worst it's been 
in I think the three years I played it, like this is probably the worst patch they've ever done, putting out the new uh, Nemesis and Resident Evil stuff, where literally like characters teleport on your screen. Like as a killer, you'll be running after a survivor and you're watching them run. They're running, they're running, and then bam, they're over here. Like they they're just jumping. And then as a survivor, like you'll go to run and like jump through a window. Your game will lag, and you're running into the wall two steps to the right of the window. You never even got to the window, and then the killer's behind you and hits you. Like, it's awful. But, of course, then, you know, the anniversary issue episode or uh, event started, so now there's also teleporting pedestals and glowy firefly effects for anybody who gets the crowns already added to a game that's already visually buggy. So it's just making it worse. Um, I actually went through and got my crown on every one of my killers because this is the t- the the one challenge where it's way easier for the killers. You touch the pedestal, you get the crown. Your character gets a little glowy effect around the screen, so you can you wear a crown as a cosmetic. They did it last year for the fourth year anniversary. They did it this year for the fifth year anniversary. They just changed what the crowns look like. But as a killer, all you have to do is go touch the pedestal, and then whenever the game ends, you get your crown. It's super easy for the killers because they don't have to actually do anything. You don't have to get a certain number of kills. You don't have to get a certain number of anything. So all the killers actually have to do is just be in the match, and they can get their crown. Very simple. As a survivor, this is the opposite of the depths, where for the survivors, it's a little tougher because you have to find the crown in the game, which is the teleporting pedestal, and you have to escape. You either have to get through a hatch or you have to get through the exit gate and actually win the match. And I mean, I did the, all like 14 of the killers in a couple of hours. I did it in less than two days. I think I'm four survivors have crowns so far. And me and Janet have probably played a good 50 matches in the last couple of days because every match we go into, the killers are just playing super thirsty they're playing like it's not an anniversary event they're not there to have fun they're just there to kill people and they're not like no one's letting anybody escape i had one match where someone killed all three people and then gave me the hatch and i got one crown because of that and it was after i was being down for the third time it's like they were you know they could have killed me but yeah it was just it's ridiculous because usually during even during the anniversary events like some of the killers will actually just come in and have fun and like, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be farming, but you know, pace the game a little bit, have a little fun. And we're just finding killers that are just thirsty as hell. And they're playing it like it's a tournament or something. Like if they don't get four kills, they don't get any points at all. And it's just weird because some of them, like they're slugging, they're downing people so fast that like they're missing out on blood points because they're not pacing the game where every survivor can be hooked three times. But if you're killing everybody, you know, like by the time they've been hooked once and no one's ever getting a chance to save them, like it's just ridiculous because the it's costing the killer's blood points when everybody's running these cakes that give you 105% blood points. So it's just been ridiculous. Like it's it makes the game not fun. But uh, other than that, there was one other book I've been getting into which has been really enjoyable, and it is a very very big hefty book. It is it's a thick boy. Like it's got some heft to it. And it's not really much for reading. It's more of a picture book. Nice. Because it is my manual for the Daily Bugle. And boy, is this sucker thick. Like, it's yeah, I think it's the biggest instruction manual I've ever gotten in a Lego build. I saw and, it at the Lego store in Pittsburgh on Saturday when we were there. They had a built one in their display window in the front. Holy crap, that's going to look really cool when you're done. It's a really, really neat Lego set. Yeah, um... Yeah, it's it's coming along nicely. We got basically the the interior lobby done. The little soda machine actually has little web soda 
Like there's a sticker on the side that marks it as like Spider-Man soda. There's four actual cans of soda in that little machine. Over here by the the boxes, there's actually a rat. And then in the new pack I just opened up, there's a pigeon. So I literally have a New York sewer rat and I have a New York flying rat. You have an actual um, sliding glass door. Where is it at? Yeah. You actually have a sliding glass door for the lobby. Like, it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah, and there's a big screen TV, like, with news about a vampire living in the subways in it. There's a little security door in there. There's freaking uh, an elevator. Like, it's just, it's so cool. And, like, and most of these are, like, the details that are mainly going to be covered up anyways. But, like, just knowing that they're there, it's so much fun. And, yeah, I think I'm, like, five or six hours in the build already and loving it. And already got, like, six minifigs. Yeah, like the first minifig you open is awesome. It's Aunt May with a stack of wheat cakes. And now, like, I've got the Punisher. I've got Daredevil. And Daredevil has a unique little uh, headpiece. It's this tiny little circle Lego that I've never seen before. And it literally is just a tiny circle that goes on the Lego head. And it just has two little tiny horns. So it's it's a Lego piece that is nothing but horns for Daredevil. And they made that as a separate piece. It's so cool. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm really beginning into is, yeah, building the Daily Bugle. And today in bag four, I could actually put the sign up with the stickers that has the marquee above the lobby door showing marking it as the Daily Bugle. So, like, I'm excited to get that part done because that has just, yeah, that, that's been super fun. And that's been, um, I think, helping my eyes readjust, too, because the first day, like, I was having trouble, like, reading, like, having to hold the manual back. And I couldn't read, like, the parts where it had the parts list for every page that you go to. I was having trouble reading the numbers on it. And then last night we came home, like, you know, doused my eyes because all the smoke and stuff and then sat down. I was like, well, I'll try and see how it does. And sat down and did like half a bag three last night and had no trouble reading the instruction manual now. And so, yeah, like having sitting with it like right here and from here to the table, like I don't feel the need to like pull my head back anymore. Like I can look down and read the numbers and the Lego parts like clearly. So, yeah, like. My, my vision's getting back getting back to where it was a little bit better on the close-up stuff to where, I mean, yeah, I'm going to need readers. Like, I'm going to have to have my old guy readers whenever I'm reading a book. But at least for now, I'll be able to, like, yeah, build, I'll be able to work on my Daily Bugle Lego build for a while. And, yeah, I'm, I'm taking pictures as I go. I'll be doing updates on uh, my Instagram. So there'll be a, a lot of uh, Lego photos to share as this building goes up. Because, yeah, like, I'm on bag four. We're building the lobby, and there's... 16 different numbered bags one bag that had no numbers and most of them are multiples so like bag four actually was four bags bag 14 is four bags marked 14 almost every bag there's a like a big six and a little six and a big seven and a little seven like almost every bag is doubled so yeah it's just ridiculous and then most of the big ones have a tiny one inside of them that's also the bag little tiny pieces so yeah the majority of these is like every number is actually three separate bags we still have an entire box that's just full of bags for this project. So but does it have pictures of Spider-Man? The chat room's asking. <laughs> oh, of course it does. <laughs> yeah, and it's also because like you have little, uh, little, uh, like the flat four-panel uh, squares, and they have printed newspapers on them. Nice. So you have little tiny newspapers of like Lego Man lands on the moon, uh, Kingpin exposing crime syndicate. Um, yeah, all these, and there's like twelve different ones, and it comes. I mean, twelve different covers but it comes with like 20 of them so you actually have stacks of newspapers for the daily bugle so yeah and yeah and i got J. Jonah jameson in there maybe hollering about wanting pictures of spider-man it's gonna be awesome that's what i've been getting into 
Sounds like a lot of fun. Really? Yes, I love Excuse it. me. Brother Nelson, why don't you wrap things up for us? I hear a call from another brother in the distance. <laughs> uh, what I've been getting into is uh, I watched, uh, was it Army of the Dead? Is that the Netflix? Was that what it was called? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the Batista I mean, one, Army of the Dead. Uh, story-wise, it's all right. Uh, it seemed like I had some interesting ideas, but they never really delved into the ideas that I wanted them to go into. But, yeah, it was, it was okay. Uh, it was a, The story, just, like, it just make a lot of sense. Like, it was like, here's all this cool stuff, but uh, we're just flashing through that, and we're going to this. We're like, okay, is this a sequel? Is this movie a sequel that I don't know about? Well, technically, yeah. To I'm talking about, like, with the characters in it. No. None of the zombie movies that are sequels have the characters in it because they all die at the end. Well, I'm talking but, about like like ones with like Batista's character like from before. Like, yeah, it no. seemed like when like this whole Las Vegas getting taken over by zombies, it seemed like that was a whole separate. Because like, how many years passed from when Las Vegas was taken before it gets nuked? That's a couple, but yeah, that was the whole point of this one. Was like, it, oh, we're gonna show you a zombie movie and skip forward through it. Of what you would normally see in a zombie movie, that's going to be the first five minutes of action sequences yeah, in this film, and then we're going to show you the movie afterwards. And I was, uh, I never had like sure footing on like what the hell, so what the hell happened? I never felt like I was sure of what happened, like in the past. Like I don't really, but even even after even after they said, it, I'm still like, well, how much? And I was like, how much time has passed? Has it been like a year? Has it been like three weeks? Like what? Like it doesn't ever tell you that. Maybe I just might have missed it. Probably all me. I'm probably the dipshit. It might say it, but I don't remember. It wasn't a huge story point. It was just, yeah, later. I think it was a couple years later. It was all right. If you're looking to watch it, watch it. I wouldn't say go out and watch it unless you are interested in watching it. Pretty much. Yeah, it's definitely not as good as his Dawn of the Dead. Oh, yeah, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, the remake of Dawn of the Dead was so... Hey, still, but you get a I'm repeat cons- of a zombie baby. As far as I'm concerned, it's still the his remake of Dawn of the Dead is the best movie Zack Snyder's ever done. Yeah, like the alpha zombies. I want to know more about them, but nope. Yeah. That seemed like a cool idea. I was like, do some more of that. That seemed like a cool idea. Let's, let's continue with this cool shit. Nah, no cool shit for you. Nah, the cool but, shit was um, the tiger. Yeah, other uh, what have I been doing? I've been doing that. I've been playing uh, uh, playing a little bit of Dead by Daylight. Oh, I've got a new game and playing that Ultimate Chicken Horse. That is a fun game. It's a uh, the idea behind it is like old Mario Party games where I fucking hate my friends. That's <laughs> the whole point of old Mario games. Pretty much, you have a on here since it's backwards. You have a start. And you have a goal. You have to get from start to goal. Usually there's a big old pit that you can't even cross because you can't jump far enough. But every round, every character or every player gets to choose an item to put in said map. And so you put items to get there. But you don't get points if everyone makes it. That's where. Mm-hmm. So some of the items you can pick from are traps that kill people. Like barbed wire you can put on any surface. Uh, you got like, a big old like uh, wrecking ball type thing just coming and swinging. 
it'll just continuously swing the whole entire time. So it's like a platforming game that you build up upon. And oh, that, yeah, that's kind of cool. Like, Fuck your friends. We're fucking... And that's why, hey, you're looking at team player Willie. I never try and trap anybody. I'm team player Willie. I try to get us to the end. I don't care if we all make it, we don't make it. Or, or, or some of us don't make it. I'm trying to get us there. Some people just want to watch the world burn and they make it so it's impossible to get through the level. So I'm like, Damn, all right, right, I'm just jumping off instantly because you made this impossible. You literally blocked off the goal so you can't get to it. Congratulations. But don't worry. Sometimes, uh, every now and then, in the when you can choose items, some of them are TNT where you can take out a single block, a bomb where you take a 4x4 four four block, and uh, a nuke bomb which takes out I don't even know how big that bomb, that size is, but it's bigger than four by four. Takes out probably the whole damn a, neighborhood. Probably a six by six, if I was thinking about it. But yeah, Ultimate Chicken Wars. It's an older game, uh, but it, I, I I've been ha- I, I was interested when it like when I saw it first saw it, but I was like I don't have any people to play with, and I, that seems like a game that you don't want to play with randoms. You want to play with your friends. None of my friends That's had right. it, so uh, but I had but all of a sudden some friends were playing like oh. Well, it's time I got this game then. Ultimate Chicken. What uh, what system is it on, Willie? Uh, PS4 and PC. I know for sure. I'm assuming it's also an Xbox, but How I'm not 100 sure. How much was it on PS4? Oh shoot, I don't know. Uh, to tell you the truth, I don't know if it was on sale. I think it was somewhere, maybe somewhere between eight to twelve to fifteen dollars, somewhere around there. Like, uh, my memory, man. I don't have this looked up. I'm just telling you what I liked. They didn't tell me how much did you pay for something you liked. That's not the that's not the, the category we're in. Oh, so, right yeah. now it's fifty percent off on Steam. Yeah, and it's really fun. I don't. Uh, there is crossplay. I do know that because uh, I've seen like little logos. Like you can know if they're on PC or they're yeah. on. I think that's what that means. Or right now it's seven forty nine on Steam until right. July eighth. Hey, 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 yeah. Uh, that D and D. Uh, that movie was there. No other movies. Uh, I found out I need to watch a movie with one of my buddies. Uh, we need to watch Bedazzled because that's just a great movie. Everyone should. Mm-hmm. Frazier's awesome. Yeah. He's a national treasure. Yeah, he's he's on the same pedestal I put Nick Cage on. Wow. The exact same height pedestal. And especially for how he got fucked over. That's neither here nor there. He got fucked over. You do the mm-hmm. you look that up and you get angry just like I did. Oh yeah, no doubt. Oh, oh, oh fuck Hollywood is what I say. Oh, if I had Superman powers, oh I'd kill so many people. That person included. But um yeah. Uh, other than that, I uh, went to the zoo yesterday, had a nice time. My legs are not as jelly as I thought they'd be today. And I thought my neck would be a lot redder, uh, although I haven't ever been able to see it. But I don't feel it being red, so that's nice. Yeah, I mean, because uh, luckily the uh, the Asheboro Zoo in North Carolina is fantastic. Highly recommended. Surprised the polar bear was out there because, like, I guess polar bears could just be in heat. That's like that's not a problem for them, I guess. Well, yeah, they don't melt. They're not made out of ice. They're still just a bear. Yeah, but I know that like, they're all their hair like make them overheat. Like they're built for the colder climate. So, like if oh, you yeah. take them to a warmer climate, they're probably overheat. They can't really, you know, they're not really doing their optimum living. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, they probably don't enjoy it. But also, I mean, yeah, 
polar ice caps are melting. Polar bears are going to have to get used to summertime. Yeah, pretty soon they're not gonna, just not going to have any. I mean, that's mostly in the South Pole. They don't really have to worry about it till for a while. I mean, how, how many penguins do you think polar bears eat in a year? One. Bachman, how many do you think? I'd say about 70. That's a trick question. Eight zero because polar bears are in the north. Penguins are only in the south. No, I brought penguins up there and gave them to the polar bears. Yeah, you, you don't know who's up in Alaska feeding call the me, penguins to polar bears. You can call me <laughs> Mr. Popper, bitch. I brought my penguins with me. One's in the Arctic. One's in the Antarctic. You do the math on that. And I know you have never been to the Antarctic, Chris. I know that for a How do you know where I've been and haven't been? Microchip. I got my COVID vaccine, so yeah, I guess I have been chipped. There you go. Yeah, but I actually did try to go to the Antarctic. I tried to yeah. sign up for Operation Deep Freeze when I joined the but, military. They canceled you know it. For brevity's sake, I'm done. That's what I've been getting to. Well, thank you, Mr. Brother Nelson, for sharing with us what you've been getting into. Anything for a brother. I'll be happy next week when we can return back to the normal flow of things. But this was a fun little diversion with the uh, multiple brother drops this week. I feel like the uh, the delay was because of me because I forgot the 4th of July was on a Sunday. And all my friends said, hey, you want to go to the zoo on the 4th of July? I was like, yeah. And I was like, oh. No, no, they said, like, hey, you want to go to the zoo, brother? You got to say it right. Actually, you were right. They did say that because I <laughs> all those brother dog I got from them. Not gonna lie, all last night, brother, brother. I'm just saying, you can't leave the brother out. That's true. You can't leave a brother out. Can't do it. That being uh, said, though, we are going to start shutting this thing down. A friendly reminder to everyone watching live or listening at a later date that we normally stream this live on Sundays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. Because of the holiday here in the United States, we did shift to Monday, so we'll be back to our regular time this upcoming Sunday. Please. Come check us out. Come hang out with us in the chat room. And uh, thank you for the follow we just got right now. And I realize my overlays are wrong. So I'm assuming that's you, <laughs> Ghost Hand 246, in the chat room that did just give us a follow. My apologies. What was that doing there? What was that uh, doing? It looked like you were stabbing yourself in the nipple. Yeah. I mean, don't judge me. <laughs> it's not very brotherly of you. We, we can look after the show and I'll be able to let you know for a fact what that was. Cause I honestly just don't remember. And honestly, I forgot I had the follow embeds working on here. So it was a shock to me that it worked. <laughs> Willie, you're muted again. Yep. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, before we shut this thing down, do you guys have any uh, final thoughts for us? Anything you want to share? If you're playing DVD this week, go, go play a couple killer matches and just be a decent killer. I've honestly been killing people with the crowns and just letting other people escape just to like make up for the sweaty bastards that are playing on the other side most of the, the time. Sweaty it's bastards. awful. Well, I mean, it has been really yeah. hot out, so there's probably a lot of sweaty bastards. Yeah, out there. they're all they're all a bunch of sweaty bastards. Well, I got two things. One is a reaction to what he what yeah what yeah what he just said. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, I hate farming. Don't farm. Just play the game. I don't care about crowns or no crowns. Just play the damn game. If you die, you die. Get better. Two. Uh, my la my actual last word I was actually prepping up here is if you want to be my brother you got to get with my brothers I, I don't even know what he's getting at there but thank you everyone for joining us on this slightly uh, delayed 
installment of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. We do appreciate everyone being here. And I guess we will see you all next week as we're starting to shut this thing down. You guys got like 15, 20 seconds till I change the screen. Anything? Anything for the people? Yeah, I see you're not a Spice Girls fan. Nope. I mean, who, who is? Spice Brothers. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us, atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com, on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. <laughs>